everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 2, among all sorts of other news that we will get to later on in the show. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, y'all? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so yeah, we're going hey. to um, be talking about all this uh, all this Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. we got some other some crazy news to get to. Uh, no, uh, I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Dang. Boo. Oh, well. Boo. He's kidding. But did, kidding. You Ron, did you Ron watch it? <laughs> I don't. I can't Ron watch those, man. I can't. Yeah, they're, they're too good. They're too good? Yeah. But Young Homie's got good news. I got good news? I, I got mean, a promotion. Uh, oh, no, I'm leaving Bedrock. Bye, y'all. <laughs> no, I was talking about your computer, but okay, go on. Oh, yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got a PC now. I know. I'm a, I'm a big boy. That's right. He's out here recording on a on a real device, not a Chromebook, which is not a. They computer. don't have like a real mic at some point. It's gonna be litty, right? Y'all, don't, y'all aren't ready. It's it's pretty great. Ron 2.0. That's right. Uh, but before we we go any further, we got to make sure that we always remember pickle of the week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm picking uh, from SourcePoint Press. Count SourcePoint. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. SourcePoint Press. All right. Shout out to Sugarland, the only store that's probably ordering this book. Uh, soon to be clear, like uh, Cult of Dracula number one. Ooh. Oh no, I got that book. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I order five. Shout out 14. to my sink. Something just fell. Ooh, you um, should probably fix that. I, I can see it. It's fine. Okay, cool, man. Uh, but yeah, Cult of Dracula number one of six. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, and it it hits ticks my boxes because vampires. So I'm in. Well, definitely. Yep. Uh, my pickle this week is uh, by my boy Daniel Warren Johnson, the Your best, close the best personal friend. Uh, Austin's personal close. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it is Beta Ray Bill number one. I am super excited for this. Book. Oh, that's uh, right. The man uh, can draw his butt off and write his butt off. So check it out. It's five and you and you have a Daniel Warren Johnson commission, do you not? Yeah, I got the the, the Naruto. That's right. Uh, or Barto's dad for people. <laughs> Barto's dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah Is the, cool. That's not a thing, right? Are there people that have only watched Boruto, like kids? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure kids will, but yeah, now now in the zeitgeist, it's, it's part of that. Boruto's dad. It's good stuff. Nice. That's good. Anyway, thanks for watching. Bill. Get him out. Go get okay. him. Dylan, what you got? I'm picking Silk number one from Ooh. Marvel. Another. Another series. One. This one's five issues. It's by Mar- uh, Maureen Gu and Takeshi Miyazawa, who did the Ghost Spider art. Really oh, good. cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I like Silk a lot. Um, but also, we talked about Ron's good news, but not Michael's. Oh, I mean, I kind of threw it, it out. You kind of just like skirted over it. it I, I teased mean, it. Like, That's for sure. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is your last week to come in and visit me at the Sugarland location. <gasps> I Why? Know. Because I'm moving to Clear Lake, baby. Uh, oh, get him! Uh, Dwight, Dwight, the store manager, uh, store manager over there, is going to be stepping down, uh, and I am going to be stepping into that role. So, come visit your boy over at Clear Lake. Oh, how at Mikey boy? Yeah, come in and talk to me. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm going to need some some people that I know because I know it's unfortunate because I don't go out there more often enough. So I know, I know, nobody does. Clear Lake's in their own little bubble over there. But yeah, I was there huh. recently. We're going to have to make another cookie dough run, Ron. Oh, word. We're going to have to do hey, Michael, a cookie visit. dough run. Oh, yeah, oh, boy. The dough boys going to come the out? That, mall, that mall's got that cookie dough uh, restaurant thing. Oh. That's okay. going to be litty. It's worth the trip. 
Nice. Um, okay. Well, yeah, so that's going on. That's going to be happening uh, next week. Uh, I'm moving over there. Uh, that is also Dwight's last week. So come say goodbye to Dwight and hello to me. And you're going to start gaming events there, right? Yes, we are. Uh, Keyforge is going to continue at the Sugarland location for the time being. Well, it's going to continue virtually for the time being. Um, but it will resume um, in Sugarland. Um, nice. Because I do have a lot of younger players, and I don't think that uh, parents would want to come drop their kids off uh, in Clear Lake and then come pick them back up. Or noise. Um, yes. But anyway, um, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people to find the show. It also helps us achieve our 2021 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and do it already. Um, so let's talk about events. Um, thank you, everybody who came out to Keyforge this past week. Uh, it was great. Um, my Keyforge dates uh, for next month are the 16th. And, no, I'm sorry. They are the 23rd and the, and the, the 30th. Uh, we had to push it back uh, to the back end of April because we're going to be playing with the new set that releases uh, the week of the 16th. So we need to give them a week to get it playable online. Um, so that's going to be on the 23rd and the 30th. We're playing with Dark Tidings, the new Keyforge set. Um, and then also on um, May 24th, I'm sorry, May, April 24th, uh, we're going to have uh, our paint night, uh, our Discord virtual paint night, which will at some point become an in-person paint night. And we have the Red Slod uh, Paint and Take Kit. That come, It's $20. I picked mine up today. It comes with a Red Slod miniature, 12 Vallejo paints, one paintbrush, um, a palette. Uh, and I will have instructions on all, for all of us on how to paint it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I have more kits this time around, so I can actually get some more people involved than just 12. Um, uh, those kits are going to be available at uh, Sugarland and Clear Lake. Um, and that is a virtual event. Um, all these events for now are being held on our Discord. Uh, you can join the Discord by scanning a QR code in a local store near you or by going to our Twitter bio at BRC Uncanny. Nice. And that's all I have for events. I have a live sale tonight at 7 p.m. on our main what? Facebook page. It's at bedrocksmedia.com slash live. We have a lot of key issues this time, actually. There's a first Batgirl, um, first Black Suit Spider-Man, CGC, first Cable, First nice. Venom, first Black Knight, get ready for Eternals. Um, then we got some Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. We have first Joaquin Torres as the new Falcon. They might oh, do that spoilers. in the show, you never know. Um, first, <laughs> um, what's his name? Walker, the U.S. agent? John, John, Walker. Walker. John Walker. John Walker. First Joaquin Torres, just not as Falcon. Um, other stuff, last run in, first printing, stuff like that. Okay. And yeah, that's tonight. And then also... I think it's next week our exclusive cover from IDW for Sandman Lock and Key number one comes out. It's by oh, Mark Nelson. Um, we're going to do a signing, I think, at some point. I'm just not sure exactly when. We're waiting on some logistics. Um, but, like, you can come pick it up when it comes out, you know, and then, like, bring it to a signing another day. It's Absolutely. also just a cool cover unsigned, you know. So, yeah. But that'll be at All Stories next week. Word. Awesome. That's all I got. Uh Okay, um, nice and easy. Uh, so we're going to get into um, the watch list. That's the part of the show where we talk about what we watched this week. Um, for longtime listeners, just the replacing what I done did, kind of. 
So if you don't watch something, we're going to talk about it. So obviously Falcon Winter Soldier episode two is our prime time event here. Um, mm-hmm. Did anybody watch anything else of note this week? I did. What'd you watch? I watched Dota on Netflix. Dota? Which is based on the game. It's a Oh, okay. I was they, did say- a ca- they did a Castlevania-style adaptation of it. Um, okay. I thought it started off a little rough. I didn't understand what was going on. Maybe it relies on you knowing the game, you know? But I got into it as it went. It got better. Um, it was written by Amy Chu, some of the episodes. So that's oh, really? why you want to watch it, you know? Yeah, it was her first um, like television on-screen credit. So I checked it out. The animation was really great, but the story, like, it takes, like, maybe four episodes, which is a lot for me to, like, get into, you know? How long was um, it? Something like that, yeah. I don't remember. They all kind of blend together on Netflix, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Um, and then I watched Invincible. The first three episodes came out. How was we, had it? A little gi- we had a little giveaway in stores. So that was cool. Um, at all three of our stores, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was good, though. The uh, animation was great. I was a little worried about the animation from the trailers, but... Um, the first episode hooked me, and then two and three kind of like went down a little bit, but like slightly. Interesting. You know. Interesting. Um, but I like it a lot. I'm not. I'm considering. I, I might read it after uh, the season's over. We'll see. Okay. Okay. But um, it's on that weekly schedule, so uh, who knows? But I liked it a lot. I'm I'm kind of enjoying the fact that I haven't read it right now. You know, because I'm surprised by stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is a little bit frustrating because I want to know the motivation behind cer- why certain characters have done things, but. And everyone's like, oh, you'll find out at this point, you know, because I feel like stuff is common knowledge, kind of. Sure. I'm right. like, okay, I guess I will, which, I don't know, it's a new position for me to be in because I feel like I'm the one that knows normally, you know, but I'm enjoying it. It's good. Are you all planning on watching it or no? I am, um, but not, I'm not making it a priority. I am going to try and read at least the first volume uh, before I start watching. Uh, I just made, I just finished issue one the other day. I know but, uh, Dwight loves it. I'm hearing good things about it, so. Cool. Yeah. I know I know Dwight loves it, and we've had a lot of people in the store talking about that they really enjoyed it, so. We have a lot of people coming through. It's a Robert Kirkman book, and it has, like, a really good cast, like Stephen Yoon and right. Sandra Oh, and tons of, and, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? J.K. Simmons. I kept wanting to say J. J. Jonathan Jonathan Jameson. I'm like, that's yeah. not his name. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I um, mean, it's close enough. Literally every character is voiced by someone famous. They have, it has a really, a really good cast too. That's it. Okay. What about you, Ronnie? You watch anything exciting other than Falcon? Not at all. Not at all, dude. I wanted to watch Invincible, but I, I didn't have a chance to. Um, I watched a movie. Oh, you know what? I oh, watched a movie. Sorry. What'd you I watched, watch? Um, uh, the, the Honest Liar, the Honest Thief, the oh, what's this movie? Clearly made an impression. Uh huh. It's it's with the. Um, Oh boy, you go! Wow, here I'll, we I'll go. Bring back. I'll bring it back. I, I'm tripping. I'm <laughs> lost. It. It's the honest thief. Thief. The honest thief. I watched a terrible movie on Tubi. Uh, okay, ca- yeah, yeah. Called Martial Law from 1991. Um, it is a action movie with a director who does not have a Wikipedia page. Um, mm. uh, main actor's name is Chad McQueen. Um, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and also, it's a martial arts police movie. Uh, it's called no. Martial Law? Martial Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the main dude is like a martial artist. He's a police officer as well. And his nickname is Martial Law, you know, because he does martial arts bad, and he is the law. Look real bad. It's pretty terrible. But it's really great. Like So, like, he's the cop. 
uh, and his brother, his younger brother, gets into trouble all the time. First scene is like the cop saving the day. Cut to second scene, little brother stealing a car, and then gets arrested, and like cops all disappointed. And then he, the little brother, joins a gang that's run by David Carradine of all people, yeah, uh, Bill from uh, Kill Bill. For those of you that don't know, um, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, Roth, Rothrock. Yeah. yeah, she's like a an actual martial artist who's in the movie. Okay, and yeah. it's 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 terrible in the best way. Like it it, it has so it has crazy. the gimmick where the martial art, uh, David Carradine, whatever martial art he does, has some instant death punch move, kind of like from, <laughs> uh, from uh, Kill Bill, kind of very similar. Yeah, he does. And uh, he does nice. that and kills the brother, and so the <gasps> cop the cop has to get revenge. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wait, can I mention a movie I forgot to talk about? Yes. Go ahead. I watched one last week that I meant to talk about. It's a um, Shutter movie called uh, Slacks. Have oh, you, I love Slacks. It, I was gonna send yeah. you the I was gonna send you the trailer, but I uh, you've seen it. Yeah, I watched it last week. It was really good. Um, it's about some killer jeans. <laughs> oh, work. Okay. That's yeah. it's like a commentary on capitalism. It's a. It's all needed to know. It's very cheap. It's They're like trapped in a store, and some jeans are trying to kill them. Yeah, like anthropomorphic jeans to just walk around and kill people. Interesting. Yeah, they're literally like stood up jeans walking around, and they they'll like choke you or, right. you know, crush you or, I mean, it's like what? It's if, not scary. It's like what <laughs> if in fabric was not good? Oh, it's not scary. That's unfortunate. It's campy. Oh, okay. No. okay. Okay. But that that that's a that's a picture. I watched The Honest Thief with <laughs> Liam Neeson, Kate Walsh. And Jai Courtney. Did you like it? Boomerang. Real bad. <laughs> well, what I can say, I would recommend Martial Law. It's free. Tubi is free. It has ads, but right, you have go to check it out. If you too. if you are the type of person that enjoys like a nice crappy movie that isn't four hours long, you know, just a nice short one. Um, wow, just beat it, can, beat it with a dead horse. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about anything in specifics. Uh, this right, movie's 89 right. minutes, so nice and quick. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Let's talk about Falcon Winter Soldier. Dylan, you want to you want to take off? Sure. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Yeah, I love it. Up. Fantastic, and, dude. Okay, this obviously you want to say spoilers uh, going forward. Spoilers for, at the top. Spoilers at the top for um, everything that's happened so far in the MCU <laughs> and uh, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah, basically. And everything coming up. And and yeah. speculation. We, we are all though. knowing. Yeah, we are. We are Murphy's multiverse. Yeah. Ooh. As proven by our Mephisto theory. Um. Okay, so it opens on a on John Walker. We get a little backstory for him. He's getting ready for a ceremony where they're gonna like introduce him as Captain America to the world. Yep. Um. And he talks to his friend, and like a female friend. I'm not sure if that was his girlfriend or just another friend or something. Um. And then that, he. That was weird, right? I thought that was yeah. all like fabricated, almost. Like it. It, it seemed like off. Cause she left, and then he was. She was like, "Hey, go in there and talk to him real quick." But like, he needs like a thing. I don't know. It felt off to me. It felt off, but I think for a different reason because the way the way they showed those two friends, and then like the whole marching band, and he uh, was like black too. I think they were like trying to show that he's like supported by the black community. You know, like, oh, gotcha. like all the pillars of who he is, and like his support his support system is like he's standing on their shoulders. You know. Gotcha, I think that's what gotcha. they're trying to say, but I don't know. Um, but it did come off as weird to me, too, you know, since he's, like, low-key racist, you know? <laughs> um, or high-key. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I guess that um, time will tell. But he has an interview with Sarah Haynes from The View. Shout out to The View. 
um and they introduce him and they 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 have some like toys which will come in later that say like the global reparation council on him that that pops up again later in the episode but um they they just give him a little backstory how he has three medals of honor the mit studied his body because he's like in peak physical condition whatever just trying to make him a better adversary i guess you know um but like he's kind of like steve in the way that he hates the like handshaking part of it you know he just wants to like go fight some people i guess but like probably not in the same way that steve didn't like it like it seems like he actually wants to like get out there and hurt people hurt <laughs> i don't people? know yeah. yeah yeah i agree um and then we we cut to bucky and he's like he sees that um you know there's a new cap so he goes to meet sam and uh he's like expresses a little bit he's like why is this happening you know but they're like they have to keep moving because they're sam's on a mission currently of course um, so that was and, very interesting i didn't think they were gonna meet up this quick you thought it was gonna be later i i assumed it was gonna be like episode three for some reason i don't know why i just I'm glad like, it happened now no most definitely i think the sooner the better but i just i don't know i just wasn't expecting them to they could have drawn it out soon. It did happen very suddenly, you know. It was like that too. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. alone in his apartment, and then like, boom, there we go. Hey, cool. It's what's like, up? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but like, Sam's in the middle of a mission, intercepting some like delivery with the Flag Smashers. So, uh, Bucky joins, of course. Um, and they discover that the Flag Smashers, Flag Smashers, are transporting vaccines made by the GRC again, the Global Reparation Council. Um. And instead of just fighting them, they decide to follow them to see where they're going. Um, but then they end up, you know, you know, revealing themselves and they fight the Flag Smashers on these 18-wheelers and um, Bucky fights this female, mysterious female leader, you know. Um, and they're getting overpowered because they're all like super soldier, I think, you know, some kind of super soldier serum. You guys agree? Do you think they're like agree. enhanced somehow? or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. They're too powerful. Um, if they're if they can't fight them, you know. Right. Um, but just when you think all is lost, the new Captain America and Battlestar show up. You're like, boom, uh, what up, Lamar? Yeah, and then they uh, they join the fight, um, but they're also overpowered um, by the Flag Smashers. And uh, I thought there was I thought it was like a pretty jarring scene when um, uh, Captain America, the wa- Walker, pulls out the gun. You know, no, it was crazy, wasn't it? Right. It's just like it's just like a visual you're not used to. You know, it's like oh, right. You're not Captain America. Got you. It's like why were you throwing that shield before? Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought that was I don't know. They did that really well. It was, it was kind of like a reveal. You know, like just underscoring that this isn't Steve. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, he was he was losing that fight, so he resorted to yeah, just shooting them at that point. So yeah. Yeah, I like how later in the episode he's like, "Y'all were losing until we showed up," and it's like, "Y'all lost too." Like, I don't right. Like, exactly. And did what? Yeah, you showed up and did fight. what? Yeah. <laughs> um. So they all like basically lose track of the Flag Smashers, and they share a ride back to a. Uh, this fight was awesome. To the camp. By the way, the was fight was really good. Yeah, the fight was awesome. like the the. It was two trains, one train. I mean, not train. Uh, eighteen wheelers. Eighteen wheelers. Big, yeah. big trucks, whatever. It was dope. Um. That was really. Yeah, good. it was really good. We get some good action. Plus, we got that little Falcon and Bucky like tumble scene, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's good for the for the fans. More, more, yeah, for the girls and the gays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after they all lose, they share a vehicle back to the camp or wherever, you know. And Walker's trying to convince the them that they should. 
Oh, the airport? Okay. Yeah. Walker's trying to convince them that they should all join up, um, you know, to stop them together. Um, but he kind of, he reveals, he, he, he doesn't do a good job of it because he reveals that he was tracking them through Red Wing. They don't like that. Bucky thinks they're not really taking this seriously when Lamar reveals that his name is uh, Battlestar. So that's, that's, that's the point where Bucky's done. And then and Bucky's um, like, okay. Right. And then Walker, it's just Sam and, and uh, John Walker. And he says, John Walker says, this would be a whole lot easier if I had Captain Wingman by my side, which was like a slap at the very face. like undercutting Sam's oh, yeah, most integrity and like contributions, you know, of course. just like you're his sidekick basically, which is also gross because I feel like that's how he thinks of Battlestar, you know, Battlestar, like his, yeah. his little, his prop, you know, right. Um, I don't know. It's just like everything is like, I like how everything that he's doing, John Walker, is not like blatantly racist. It's more like a dog whistle, like right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally agree. It's just like, like it's, it's the, just it's the subtlety of it, you know. Yeah, and that's something that like you know is like very prominent. So I don't yeah. know. I think it. I think it's just. I like that there's a nuance to it, you know, and not just like. And like a white supremacist, you know, like he might right. be, but at yeah, this, this point, the this, this show's real good about handling the the racial tension and stuff without like slapping you across the head with it, you know. Yeah, sure. I think you can tell it's written by a black person. I forgot forgot what his name is, but um, yeah, I think he's doing a really good job so far because I feel like it's written very smart. Whenever you see yeah. racism written by white people, it's always a little like a little cringe sometimes. You know, I'm sure Absolutely. not all the time, yeah, but like. Yeah. It's just always like, well, I'll stand up for you. And then there's like a white savior. I don't know. It's weird. But Not this isn't angry. doing that. This isn't doing that because also I think I think it's cool that like Bucky has some like internalized racism too. Like not malicious, you know, but he doesn't understand why Sam wants to, doesn't want to have the shield. He doesn't want to have like, the shield, yeah. He can't put his, he can't uh, like empathize with that. So like Bucky's got some growing to do too, you know, which I don't know. It's great. I think it has... Most people who watch Marvel or a lot of people, it's such a wide audience, they wouldn't be exposed to this kind of like commentary or story, you know? Right. So I think a- it's cool absolutely. that they're being exposed to it. Um, no, I agree. Fact- I think I think it's really nice to get um, some intelligently discussed big issues in mass media. You know, so, yeah. Stuff that you would normally get in a more highbrow movie, you know? Um and it's just like anyone who's against it or says it, I've seen people saying online that it's like forced and I'm like, it I really not don't know. Forced. Not at I don't, all. Number, I don't know what forced means ever, you know, in terms of diversity, but like, especially here. Cause it's just like, it's not I mean, forced. It's just stuff that happens all the time to people. It's people you know? that don't want that stuff in there. Can we get the politics media, out of my X-Men you know? please? Yeah. Right. It's just like, well, that's life has everything. It's not even you know? politics. It's just anti-racism. No, you know? Dylan, race. That's no, it's politics. politics. I guess. You're, you're, you're misunderstanding. People, people see it that way. <laughs> some some um, people do, horrible. unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. So he loses the support of Sam and Bucky. Long story short. And oh. um, we cut to the Flag Smashers who are hiding out like an internet cafe. And their leader receives a text. And, and it says, uh, you took what was mine. I will find you and kill you. Who do you think sent this? I have no idea. I assume... I want to believe it could be it could be one of two people. It could be Zemo. John Walker, which would be wild, or it's it's Eli. Oh no! Oh. Like, 
It's not. He's gonna kill her. Who else could it be? Who, who do you think it is, Dylan? I mean, it could be someone we don't know. Whoever's been it's Mephisto distributing or creating. <laughs> yeah, it's Mephisto. It's actually been the real the, Quicksilver. The, the real Quicksilver. I think it could be Zemo or Walker. One of I think two. Zemo obviously makes sense, but I'm not. I'm not speculating on characters I haven't seen yet. See, my problem is that he's been, from what <laughs> the internet's telling me, is that he's been locked up since. Like he didn't poof away. He's just been locked up, and people forgot about him, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't see how he would be the person that he could be pulling the strings from prison. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, he definitely could be. I just don't see him with the note or letter or whatever the text message was or whatever. Well, if we're talking about the super soldiers here, I mean, they, the person said you took what was mine. So right. I think that confirms that it's Steve texting from space, from the moon. Or, you, yeah, yeah, you got it. He's he's cranky and old now. He's going to find people and kill them. You know? <laughs> don't, don't mess with old man Steve. Don't mess with old man Steve. Um, Are we going to get old man Steve? Yes. No. Stop. We'll see. He's de- and if we do, he's not on the moon. Episode four. Oh no, he's definitely on the moon. Oh no, he's <sighs> next to Moon Knight. He's Moon Knight. Him, him and Moon right, Knight right, are right. hanging out. That's right. That's what That's I meant. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is worth noting. I think they're talking about the serum because in the comics, who knows if they're following this? But the Flag Smashers create a super soldier serum that's like very addictive to keep like people coming back for it. it it's temporary and it's addictive, you know. Mm-hmm. So that could That's be what Eli was thinking, right? Yeah. Um. But then they little there's like a little computer screen and the leader's name that we haven't we don't know the name of her yet is a Carly Morgenthau, which I think the name is Carl Morgenthau. His name is Flag Smasher in the comics, so it's a gender bent version of him. Okay. The leader of the Flag Smashers. I didn't know. I had to be. I had to look that up. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I can't say that I'm too, uh, you know, versed in the uh, the Flag Captain America lore. lore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or Cap in general. Uh, honestly, I've read very. Yeah, me neither. I tried to get this into a, it in 2012 when they relaunched it in Marvel Now, and it was just not good. Oh, the um, the space stuff? No. Yeah, when he was in the negative zone or whatever. Yeah, that stuff's weird. Ramita. Yeah, yeah Ramita. Yeah, yeah. The Brubaker run is the way to go. Yeah, I know. I've I've read I've read that, but other than that, I haven't read anything classic. But at this point, Bucky decides that he wants to introduce Sam to someone, and they head to Baltimore. Um, the knock on the door. I thought that, did you like that little interaction that um falcon had with that kid oh dude it was yes it was good i mean that's and then like that's another like small racial thing too which you guys remember me telling the story of the customer that literally did this exact thing yes he said he was looking for for black falcon comics yeah i was like falcon you mean falcon (laughs) no that's another that's another small racial thing which is they they covered that too it's 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 good yeah all these little bases you know but um, Eli Bradley opens the door, who is Patriot Young Avenger in the comics. Um, and then he goes to get his grandfather, uh, played by Carl Lundy, um, a.k.a. He's pl- playing Isaiah Bradley, which is, he's from the comics, too. He's a Captain America from the past. Well, he's existing today, but, you know, he was in, right. in Steve's he, time. Formerly of, and, yeah. Yeah. And after Steve went missing, they tried to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. They tested it on a bunch of people of color. And I guess he was a successful one. Although I don't think it was exactly the same because he's old now. You know, he's aged more. I don't what know. Happened? How is okay. Bucky I, not I aged? I'm a little I, confused about how Super Soldier Serum works with aging. 
Because yeah, Steve's I old, was... but Bucky's not old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he got yeah. a, a, a maybe he has a, a thicker a dose. dose. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, <laughs> a thick dose. A I mean, because you're dose. you're gonna age at some point. It just depends on how long the some point is. Because um, mm-hmm. Cap's been in ice too, so like that's a whole other thing. I don't know. But not well. Okay, yeah. Who yeah, knows? I don't know. Um, but he basically has that same backstory in the show here, except for there's a little bit more. He fought. They he has a little history with Winter Soldier. They fought back in the day um and then he reveals that after he he was like basically done serving the government just locked him up and uh the government tested on him and hydro tested on him and i think this this is the moment like if you didn't get at this point why sam was hesitant to become captain america like this should answer that question you know yep like what he's scared of you know um i think bucky maybe realizes at this moment too but yeah, he I does. think he did. No, he doesn't. He bit. doesn't actually. <laughs> you don't think so? Because he asks them later. No. Oh, um, yeah, I guess so, huh? Bucky's a little oblivious. Uh, um, and then as they're leaving, the police show up, and like we oh. have that oh, that boy. moment where they they're so mad, dude, asking basically if Sam's bothering Bucky. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Is this man bothering you? They're literally there to arrest Bucky, and then right. instead they're like, no. What is this dude doing? You know, and then once they realize that he's Falcon, they're like, "Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry, sir." I don't think I don't think they were were there to arrest Bucky at first. I think they literally pulled up into a neighborhood full of blacks. Oh, you're right. With, yeah, and with then the they... one white guy and was like, "Hey, is this man, the black one, messing with you, the white one?" I think that yeah. was. I think it was coincidental that Falcon and Bucky were there, and then it was like, "Oh, cool." Oh wait, let me look up this other dude. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. And they're like, oh, there's a warrant out for your address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so we had so that moment. Saying. I'm glad they put that in the show, but it's uh, it's so real. Yeah, I know we talked last episode about how whether or not they would fully go there. With and the they're stuff, doing it. You know? And, and they're doing it. Yeah. That. I appreciate it too. But nothing's been like too overt, in my opinion. No, no, too. most definitely it doesn't. It definitely hasn't. It's all very realistic, I think. Yeah. Um. It definitely is. So, uh, turns out, like we said, they're there to arrest Bucky because he missed his court mandated therapy session, which it seems like later that like John Walker orchestrated this, you know? Yep. Um, because he's like, "Oh, it was me." Later, when he's like, "He won't be doing therapy sessions. He'll be he'll be working with me now," which is very like entitled and like you know, it just adds to the it fits fits the mold for him. Um, of course. And then uh, his his therapist is there. He bails him out, and uh, Sam and Bucky have a quick therapy session. Um, Solid and so good. Yeah, it was Great. a good it's moment. A good and uh, she's like, she wants to know why Bucky doesn't like Sam. And she's like, give me a real answer. And then he's like, um, why'd you give up the shield? He's mad at he's mad at Sam for giving it to the government, you know. And um, it. Uh, he's also like projecting it onto himself because he's like, if Cap right. is wrong about you, then maybe he was wrong about he's me. Wrong about me, yeah. That yeah. was so good, dude. Yeah, that was. But it's was interesting like, oh, that he really strong scene. Like Bucky. Yeah. Now we have like motivation for both people, you know. I feel like Bucky's yeah. been a little bit second tier, and he still is. But like, yeah, now he has a compelling a compelling story too. Um, he just wants to, but, you know, prove that he's not evil. It's interesting that he. Like, Sam doesn't really say why he did it, you know? He's like, I was just, he said, like, I was doing the right thing for me or something. Um, but it's interesting that Bucky can't, like, sympathize at all, you know? 
right. I, th- I hope we get like a personal growth story here because I don't know. That's realistic too. A lot of us are who aren't like, you know, like blatantly racist have like a little bit of that internalized stuff where you can't like, maybe you can't fully empathize with, you know, other people's right. Maybe you don't get and, it, you know? Yeah. So, and that's like common with all of us. We all have to that to some extent. So I think right. it's interesting that they're doing that. He's not just perfect. You know, I think, I think as they work together, he's going to, he'll get there. We'll see. Um, yeah. His time in Wakanda did nothing. Uh, so then they leave the police station. And I thought this was another like microaggression from Walker when he uses the police siren to get their attention. Oh, absolutely. I was like, that was so cringe. Was like obviously a trigger for Sam, you know? Um, right. They're just like lounging on the on the cop car, playing with the siren, which is so like, ugh. I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just so beautifully like entitled, uh, privileged. No, it's so all good. the all the words. <laughs> yes. And he's and the I mean kudos to um, the actor Wyatt Russell. He's so good at playing that like, just jerk. Like he, everyone just wants to hit him. You know. Yeah, he has that. Yeah. He was never. He's too. not likable at all. Yeah. I saw they released all this like U.S. agent merch today, or you oh, know Captain America. I'm like, who's buying this? Like water bottles and yeah, who stuff are these people like that? I'm like, who are these monsters? This isn't. It's not like hella like that kind of villain, which is just cool. It's just like somebody racist. Will. I don't know. Somebody weird, somebody weird. believes in U.S. agents' uh, ideologies. I'm and sure. those are the people that we don't you know want to to hang. Right. Somebody's like, yeah, Cap should have a gun. Yeah. Oh. Punisher should kill the cops. Like, hold on, wait, what? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And then he asks again if they should, if they want to work together because he's you know orchestrated that they're all here together again. Um. Sam says they shouldn't because they're free agents and that new Captain America and Battlestar aren't. They got to like answer the government. Um. And Walker then he says, "Word of advice: Stay the hell out of my way," which is like the first time that we see him like be real. I think you know. Uh huh. Not like that that fake nice attitude. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Ron is running all around the room. I'm sorry, there was a bug in here. I thought I had to fix that. A bug? Quick. Was it a, a a bird or a bug? A uh, both. Oh. And then we cut to the flag smashers. They're loading the vaccine onto a plane. They narrowly escape. Um, it, they said that they're giving it to like an underprivileged town. So like, are they evil? Are they bad? Who knows? If they're yeah, if I'm it's sure. If they're what they're doing, if, if what they say they're doing is real, then no. And it sounds like uh, the government is the bad guy, but we'll see. I think it's, I don't know, I'm interested to find out. Um, and then Sam and Bucky, they they want to, now that they know that there's a new serum out there, they want to get to the root of it. So they decide that they need to figure out, you know, through Hydra, aka through Zemo. And then we right. kept to Zemo in like a Berlin prison, just sitting there. And then that's the end of the episode. Yep. And scene. I, I thought it was super strong. I think the, it just keeps it's getting a good better. Second episode, yeah, it was good. We got so much this time. So much plot advancement. So much social commentary. Um, like great Real. character moments. I'm excited yeah, I'm to see how, how they fold in Zemo and Sharon. Yeah, most definitely. Same. Because I think I, Sharon's been on the run this whole time since Civil War. Like hiding, because she, yep. and she, you know, she gave them the weapons, right? Yeah. So that's I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. 
You think Zemo's going to be... I didn't predict when we saw the trailer that Zemo would be, like, maybe an ally. I thought he was just going to be the villain of the show. He might be, but he still might I, didn't be, ex- yeah. I didn't expect that they would, like, be trying to work with him. That's a, I'm sure that's there's going to be... I'm sure he has something up his sleeve to where he's going to try and get out. Yeah, but I thought maybe it would just be too. a little bit more cut and dry. Like, he's the bad guy. We knew that from the beginning. and They're against him, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Who's the real bad guy here? Uh, we're watching this film. We don't know who the bad guy the is. The government. And there's only four more episodes left, right? I guess, yeah, no, yeah. the government. Ron's right, the government. Seems that way. Who knew that we always bad, dog. Big, Which big is interesting because Marvel gets a lot, of, a lot of flack for being military propaganda. Right. Um, it still kind of is because it makes it seem fun, but they're not pro-government, so. Well, well not, not yet, anyway. Or the, I mean. Hopefully yeah. not. That's I, it. Yeah, that that show was really good. If you guys, if if you if you listen to that and you haven't been watching this already, you should. This is very good. Um, we skipped over all the cool action too. You know, yeah. Like, there's the, no point the, like me describing the actions. The so. cool action scenes because there are really cool action scenes. Right. Yeah. Top but they're Marvel. not. But they're not like long, drawn out, obnoxious. You right. know, mm-hmm. like they're they're deserved. Yeah, most definitely. They're super yeah. good, but um, let's get Do into. Y'all have the... people talking about the show in the oh. shop? No? Uh, no, actually, yeah. I haven't talked Same. to anybody about it in the store. Yeah, other I don't really talk to customers Cody. too much, but oh, that's well, true. I, yeah, I guess so. Talk to Acer and a few other customers who are who are really enjoying it, but and then all, every all the employees are watching it too. So of course, we're all liking it. Cool. But uh, Dylan, it had a higher me... viewership. Oh. Real quick, sorry, it had higher viewership than Wandavision, but I feel like it doesn't have the Did same it? discussion. Right. I completely agree with that. I it doesn't have the same speculation discussion. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Me, I wonder what's more valuable. It. Tell me about what you found on the news this week. Oh, we got lots of news. I know. We Ooh. got some big ones. I have, yeah, I have I to go through some too. of it quickly. Um, we got an official date for Black Widow. It's a big Ooh. news week. And this is all from this week. I'm not doing last week. Um, it's coming out July 9th, which is kind of what we talked about. It yep. got pushed, a, got little pushed push. a month or so to Shang-Chi's date. And now Shang-Chi's coming out in September, and then Eternals in November. Everything else sl- slid. Spider-Man in December. Those are all still the same. So we're getting, starting in July till the end of the year, we're getting four Marvel movies, MCU movies. It's crazy. Wow. I love it's it. insane. Off to the races. Go get your vaccines. Uh, yeah, I'm excited because we should all be... <laughs> I, got, I got my double, I got my second dose on Friday. I'm getting my yeah. second one in a couple weeks. Nice. Eddie signed up for his. Laura signed up for hers. Like everyone I know, almost everyone I know has signed up. You know, it's exciting. Yep. Um, sign up for Houston, um, Houston alerts on Twitter, and then do notifications for their tweets, and that's how you do it. Super easy. Um, but the point is, it's open to everyone now. And yes. in July, hopefully, we could all be vaccinated and go watch Black go back to the again. movies. You know, most definitely. It's so close. I feel like. We're gonna be at the, the movie light at soon. the end of the tunnel. I know it's there. It's, um, it's crazy that we've we've gotten oh, to this point where it seems real. Know, also, huh? it's on Disney Plus Premier Access. If you don't yes, want to go to the movies, that too. That too. right? If you can't get vaccinated exactly. for whatever reason, you can watch it for thirty bucks. So I'm I'm curious one why they took not why they took so long why why they caved really and doing a double release. I think they were just hoping. I don't, oh yeah, I don't know. But also, I'm curious how this is going to reflect, because this is one of this is the this, if anything is going to do well on pre, um, premiere uh, access, it'll be this. It would be this one. 
So I'm. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never I mean, know how it did. You have to assume if they get really good numbers, they they have to be like, all right, cool, let's gloat a little. If bit. it goes great, they will brag about it. They have to. Right. They have sometimes to. at the investor meetings they'll be like, Black Widow did this, you know. So it's possible, but I also think Ryan the Last Dragon probably did okay, and they're not right saying anything. But this yep, is the uh, best. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is the answer. Is that this is the best way to make money, you know, because give people both options. It's kind of sure. a win-win. To me, sure, sure, sure. You, so, you're, the only people who are losing are theaters. Um, so but. when this when this restarts, are we re- reactivating MoviePass or you know AMC A list? Is that no. even? Can you? Can you? We're do not. A, uh, AMC? I'm not. I'm gonna do I'm... Regal Unlimited. Oh, oh get them! I hope you like your. We'll Wonder get to Brothers. that. We'll we'll yeah. get to that, Michael. Yeah, we will. Um, uh, they're doing a spinoff from the Hawkeye show. Um, really? Uh, based on Echo. Um, That's cool. Yeah, um, played by Ekwala Cox. And Echo is... I haven't read this run of Daredevil where she um, premieres in, but I know she's Native American and deaf, and so is the actress, and so that's really cool. Who's the Um, previous one? The one right before um, Zdarsky's, I believe. Or is it the um, one? I don't know. The business no, it's it's a while ago. It's from the Marvel Knights run. like Okay, yeah, it's the business. Mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, Bendis Malieve that run. Yes, 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 yes. Um, let's see more Marvel news. Uh, they some Phase Four concept art got leaked. I saw that. It shows what looks like Clea, the Doctor Strange character. It's got uh some concept art for America. It's got okay, so it's got three movies. It's got Hawkeye or three Marvel properties: Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, and Doctor Strange Two. And uh, there's some characters that I don't know who they are, but the most interesting ones were Clea and. Um, they had Doctor Strange, Wong, and America for and Scarlet Witch. Um, I thought, uh, and what's his name, Mordo. Well, I thought Mordo looked really cool, and um, it's cool that Cleus there. Um, and then there's, there's like a comics accurate Miss Marvel costume. Um, awesome. Yeah, other stuff. Yeah, some cool there's stuff. A, based on okay, so this was. A, uh, casting was accurately predicted for Eli in Winter Soldier based on who's following who on Instagram. Oh, like wow. I started following him a long time ago when it was um, rumored that he was playing Eli. Um, also, his name's Eli in real life. That's kind of cool. Um, but there's another one of those. It's for Kid Loki, another Young Avengers one in the Loki Ooh, show. Um, nice. I don't know who this kid is. Um he he was in the end of the effing world on uh, Netflix, which I watched, but I don't remember him. So it must not be that big. But if you look at him, he looks kind of like a young Tom Hiddleston. So we'll see. He's the main um, Okay. I don't think he's the main. I think Tom Hiddleston will be young at some point. No, I meant in the effing. The oh, world. no, no, no. I don't remember the character. So he's not the main character. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, and also, he's like a kid. Uh, Let's see. Okay, here we go again. Y'all ready? Yes. Lay it it on me. A, there will be a big surprise cameo in the fifth episode, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mephisto. He says, oh, yeah, baby. The writer says that it's a character that he can't wait for you to see. Oh. Um, that he, it's a new character because he was oh, talking about cap. how. <laughs> hold on. He was talking right, about how he had permission to use the character and then he didn't. And then last minute, they, he ended up getting permission, whether it was through rights or. Feige not wanting him to use that character or whatever, but I think it's a new character based on the way he said it. I'm not sure. I don't think it's Steve, but we'll see. 
It's an um, old Loki baby. Oh, wait. So, so who's it going to be? No cap. No cap. I truly don't know. Um, Mephisto. It's Mephisto. It's, it's it. He's be... distributing the serum. <gasps> Ooh, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's crossbones. You know, crossbones. that is a not entirely no. believable option. It would be not a great reveal. He hasn't been crossbones yet. He's just been Frank or whatever. What's also, we should preface that we're not actually excited about this. They said this for WandaVision 2, like for Monica's liaison. I'm she excited. Would... Okay, well, I'm not because uh, they've said we've, we've been down this road before. Um, and I think it's just better to be along for the ride and see who you see, you know? Watch it Michael style. Don't, you know... Unless don't... they say, like, there is an Avenger in this, ep- you know, something like that. Right. Don't there be like, oh, there's someone I like. Hey, there was an Avenger in episode one. Yeah, he was confirmed to be in it. They said Don Cheadle's in the show. So, yes, I expected him. For he was on set for twenty minutes for that. Um, he gonna come back. They all gonna come back. I thought this was interesting. Uh, the show is getting a little bit of criticism for queer baiting, which I kind of see, but I don't really so far, you know. But someone okay. flat flat out asked the showrunner um, if like Bucky's sexuality will be quote definitely answered, and then they said, "I'm not diving down rabbit holes. Just keep watching." Like, what does that mean? That's, I don't want to answer that question. That's such I mean, a that's just, answer. Yeah, you don't want to answer the question. Whatever. Just say no. Just say, if that's the case, just say he's straight. I don't know. I don't like the if or want to have it both ways kind of attitude, you know? Yeah. Just keep watching. That's like a tease, too. So I haven't read enough, not, not to open a giant rabbit hole, but I haven't read enough Cap and Bucky stuff to to know. Like, is that is that like something that the internet has just decided is a thing? Or is there is there actual yeah, it, subtext? Is this like a ship that went too far? Um, not too far, but you know what I mean. Like, I would the say there's been lots of queer baiting, but nothing ever officially confirmed. You know, nothing yeah. that you couldn't say. Well, they're just friends. Same with the comics. You know, not like in the Sailor Moon American version where it's like they just edited these no pe- people into cousins or whatever instead of uh, a couple. I could be wrong, but I don't think Bucky's ever been canonically. Buy or anything, you know. But I think it's okay. a good character to do that with. That he hasn't he doesn't have like a romantic partner. No, know. not at all. If you were going to do it, this would be a good one, but who knows? Um we'll see. I just wanted to point out that I didn't like that answer. Um let's see. We got a Suicide Squad trailer. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. What do you guys think? It's pretty good. I thumbs up, did, thumbs down. I thumbs up. Thumbs up. Tentative tentative thumbs up. I thought it's 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 mostly funny. I think it looks really good. I think it's going to be one of DC's best movies. I've been saying this for the well, long time. So I definitely think it'll be better than the first one for sure. Oh well, I think I think the, the James the bar Gunn is... is going a little far in the trailer. But yeah, I don't like James Gunn, so uh, oh sure. Well, I don't, I don't want to hang out with James Gunn. I like his movies. Um, I don't like yeah, I don't like his movies. movies. I don't like the Guardians. Okay, I'll say it right here. I say it now. You used to. Mm. You did. I got tape. Yeah, no. Those movies are not good. The first one's the first one's better They're than fine. the second one. They're fine. They're both good. They're both They're good. Not I good think. though. No. Okay. He, I don't think he's an excellent storyteller. I think he's a joke machine. Sure. I think that's like, what this movie will be. Yeah. I mean, Which John Cena fine. Looks great. I'm in for that. Idris Elba looks fantastic. John Cena looks dope. Yeah. I'm glad to see Mark Robbie again. Well, yeah, of course. Starro I mean, at the end. Starro's cool. Starro's cool. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's going to be good. We'll see. I, I do too. I'm, I think it'll be I as good as good. Guardians. It'll be as good as Shazam. Yeah. No. It'll be better than Shazam. Um, speaking of Shazam, it got a release date. Summer 2022. Shazam. July. Shazam. Uh, no, it's still called Black. It's still called Black, Black Adam. Adam. Yeah. Um, that's it. Huh? Coming out next, can, next summer. I don't know if I can take the rock seriously. I come on. I don't think they're going to ask us to. At least I hope not. Yeah, you're probably right. No, you it's going to be. It's going to be as good as um the Shazam? the Snake King or whatever. What was he? The, the Snake King, what, the Scorpion what, King, Ron. Scorpion King. Thank Snake you, King. Thank you. Thank you. That's the Walmart knockoff version. Snake <laughs> King. That's the uh, the Asylum release. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. The they recast Batwoman, Kate Kane. That's a, that's some big news because Ruby Rose is is Batwoman. You know, no, they just replaced her with a different character. Now they've recast Ruby Rose. That's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, they're like, "F you, we're done with you." Um, also, in Black Adam, they added uh, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. I think that's it's mostly going to be a voiceover role. Yeah. So you could get a big actor to do that, a relatively big actor, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think he's a big ac- big actor anymore. Former James Bond. What's he doing now? Nothing. Yeah, but you can pay for a name with a voiceover role, I feel like. I'm sure he'll, you'll see him for a second, but um, some good news for movies is Godzilla vs. Kong had a new pan, uh, pandemic era record, 121.8 million. We haven't seen anything hit a million yet. Um, I think Tenet was like 70-something around there. Um, it, it was mostly from China. It made 70 million. Um, but things are going up, you know. It comes out today. It's a good sign, yeah. Well, oh yeah. I mean, unless you're talking That's about right. the comment section. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, because I'm sorry? okay, so the comments of every HBO video that comes out, every Warner Brothers video, oh, every Lord. tweet, yeah, I forget every Facebook post, um, and now cut. all the reviews. Oh, no. and now all the reviews for um, Godzilla vs Kong are hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. It's not going yes. away. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Damn. I have to give it to them. They're organized in their their annoying do you think you know like he has a responsibility to tell them to quit it yes yes <laughs> he hasn't has he i don't want to okay don't read into this analogy but it it reminds me of how like trump wouldn't denounce things like of course. he wouldn't say he was absolutely for things but when when his supporters would do something crazy he wouldn't say don't do that you know right. obviously i'm not trying to make a direct correlation between but trump it's similar and it's a similar Snyder. idea Right, yeah. just the. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he wants this to happen or if he doesn't. It by not denouncing it, it seems like he wants it to happen. You know, that's all right. I'm saying. I think Zack Snyder knows that his time at DC is done. Uh, and no matter, even if they did restore the Snyderverse, I come on, dog. I mean, it I does have happen. to feel good, I guess. All the attention. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I think this is this is the biggest win he'll get for this. You know. Um, yeah. Sure. The, the Snyder heads speaking up very loudly, but let let's 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 end it. You know, yeah, it's time. It'll die out. I feel like, or it won't. Like Snyder won't. And just we'll have it forever. Um, Tokyo Ghost is getting a movie from the No yes. Time to Die director. Oh, you have the you have the thing. All right, cool. This is oh. exciting news. I'm super excited. Go oh, ahead. you you take it, Ron. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I mean, that's the news. It's yeah. Uh, um, Kerry Joji uh, uh, Fukunaga. Rick Rick Remender is doing the. Um, the the script is he lord yeah 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 yeah. it's super exciting i'm i'm super happy for him uh he did the script for old guard okay 
So he can do movies too. Well, I really yeah. like the director, Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Uh, he mm -hmm. did all of the first season of True Detective. Oh, uh, did he really? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's really what put him on the map. Because okay. before that, he did his only movie was he did a movie called Jane Eyre, um, which is fine. Um, but he's never done No Time to Die either. So well, that's not, yeah, that's not out yet though. Well, I'm oh, gonna watch all right. of them. I'm tripping. Ron's gonna watch, I'm all, gonna 50? watch all of them. How, for mm -hmm. fifty? How no, no, no. All the Craig, the Craig verse. Oh no, no, no. Did I say that? Did I say we're gonna watch them? we're gonna watch all James Bond movies. No, but you did say you would watch the Mission Impossible movies. I did. I need to. Did we're gonna do that. All it's happening. It's happening. Um, Wait, I said fifty. There's only twenty-five. Oh, that's a lot. That's not so bad. Um, the Obi Wan show is picking up steam. They announced the cast: Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen as Vader, uh, Joel Edgerton, uh, Moses Ingram, who I haven't heard of, but she looks cool. Kumail Nanjiani, um, and then Soon Kong, who is um, from Fast and the Furious. Yes. The character's name. I'm drawing the biggest brain part. Han. Yeah, Han. Han. I'm glad he's getting more work. I like Tom. He's cool. Um, so that show's coming out. I hope he isn't like in alien makeup, you know? Same with Camille right. Lanciani, because that's like a, a Star Wars trend. It's putting people of color in like different like paint, you know? Right. right. Same yeah. with Marvel. Marvel's guilty of that too. Um, I'm almost done. There's a new Transformers movie coming out. Oh boy. Uh, from the Defenders showrunner, which Defenders was meh. Uh, so I'm not excited. I don't know. They are clearly moving away from the Bumblebee team. They're one good movie, which did not make a lot of money. So I understand it. But uh, we're going back to basics, I feel like, with this. Uh, That's a shame. That is a shame. But I mean, but the Transformers fans like all these movies, right? They do. Yeah. So, I mean, and it made more money. So I understand. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then the, the big one. News. Yeah. Cineworld, which is the parent company of Regal here in the U.S., and the Warner Brothers came to an agreement. Um, previously, when Warner Brothers announced that they were putting all their movies for 2021 on HBO Max, um, all the theaters were like, you know, well, we're not going to show your movies then, you know? Right. Because they've agreed to a 90-day theatrical window before it can come out at home. Um, and then Warner Brothers said, oh, well, in 2022, because I don't know what's going on, they're like, we'll see what we do there. And then in 2023, they'll be in theaters. But now they've said, they've reached a deal with Regal and only Regal that the movies will come out, this year's movies will come out same day in Regal theaters, only Regal. And then um, next year, they'll also be in Regal theaters, right now only exclusively to Regal as well for a 45-day period. So the theatrical window has narrowed. It's been cut in half to 45 days. Um, and also right now I expect it to change at some point I hope they come to some deal with AMC you know Yeah. I think they will if AMC wants to survive uh, they'll do something too um, but right now they're exclusively showing at Regal and not AMC or Cinemark that's wild that's that really crazy. really crazy what do you guys uh, are you happy about the shorter window and what about what if it stays this way and it's there's like studio exhibitor exclusivity deals all around like I mean, oh i'll I see marvel movies at amc and warner brothers at recall and universal at cinemark like I, f I feel like that could be really annoying absolutely because that means you can't have uh, uh you know uh amc a list be as right nearly but as available. 
That's when Movie Pass comes back. That's when Movie Pass. That's, that's what I'm it. about to say, baby. Who's the director of marketing? Chloe. Okay, so if we need to get in touch with Chloe. Yeah, Chloe needs that to help be, us. That would be wild if, if Movie Pass is like, hey, you know what? We see these exclusive co- deals coming on. It's back to comeback. The only Let's way you can go it. to all the movies. Movie Pass. What baby. happened Let's with go. that countdown clock on Movie Pass? Oh right. Did we free? No, I don't. Nothing. I don't happened. know. I'll get. I'll get back to you next week. It turns. I'm sure it was nothing because we would have heard about it if it was something. You know, um, it was nothing. But Michael, if if nothing changes, does this mean you would switch to Regal Unlimited? Twenty one dollars a month, fifty cent surcharge per ticket. Hmm. That's a so lot. You're twenty dollars. It's a dollar more than fifty cents per ticket. I thought AMC was fifteen. It's twenty. Okay, then yeah, sure. Why not? The, but the website... fifty cents is really annoying. The website for MoviePass has expired. So, yikes. <laughs> there's well, that. How does the 50 cent thing get just charged? Do they just do a 50 cent debit? That's wild. Or do they just do it at the end of the month? Or I don't know. Whatever. If you I don't do care. It I'll do in it. Person, if you do it in person, there's no charge. But if you're booking in advance, they don't want you to book and bail. So they charge you 50 cents. Like that's going to deter you. Oh. Like, oh, done. I'm going to lose out on my 50 cents. I better go. Right, you know, like that's not—I don't know. It's dumb. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I'm I'm up for it. I'll do it. I I mean, I like the marquee. Yeah, it sucks because AMC is there's so much, so many more of them. You know, more right. convenient. But um, Ron, what that's do you have? I got some few a few things. Uh, we'll do the gaming ones first because those aren't that important. Sure. Uh, Xbox Live is now called Xbox Network. I saw that. That was interesting, I guess. I don't really know why they did that. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, that's an of interesting Xbox, decision. It was an interesting naming decision that really doesn't make sense. But that's like a big group of focus test individuals decided right. that. Right. Um, speaking of Xbox Live, uh, Xbox Live is cutting its gold requirements for party chats and free-to-play multiplayer. So that's cool. Basically, you don't need yep. Xbox Live gold to play... Uh, free-to-play games and multiplayer, or use the party chat. That's super That's good. nice. You so, know, like, Overwatch and stuff, you can... No, no, no. Not on Overwatch, because Overwatch isn't a free-to-play game, right? Oh, it's not for... That is true, yeah. But, like, yeah, you have uh, to pay for Apex, Apex Legends, Fortnite, uh, things of that nature. Uh, you Got don't it. need Xbox Live Gold anymore, so that's cool. That's cool. I think do you need PS that. Plus to play those? You do, right? Yeah. Yes. You do. Actually, do you? Yeah, I do. You're used okay. to it. I had, yeah, I have no clue. Um, Same as Switch. Last bit of Xbox news. Well, Microsoft uh, anyway, right? You got the... Oh, yeah. Oh, Microsoft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is reportedly in talks to buy Discord for over I, $10 billion. I heard that. Ooh. It's, it's crazy. I The deal didn't go through. I mean, they're still in early, early talks. Um, I... I don't know how I feel about that. Discord actually went to uh, Microsoft to see if they wanted to buy them. So that's interesting as well. Hmm. Uh, but also, they might just end up going public anyway. So we'll see. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Discord. Yeah. Um, Microsoft has done this before, though. They've bought services and then they've not done anything with them. So right. Didn't they buy... Skype and then yes. run it into the ground. Yes, they run it ground. Yeah, yeah. I think they have learned from that mistake. Uh, of course. I think if they they get Discord here, I think it'd be really good to have just that integration with Xbox. So we'll see. I think it'd be interesting. 
uh, some comic news. Um, I'll start with this one. The Keanu Reeves uh, Berserker comic is getting a film in an anime series announced for Netflix. Um, dun, 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 dun. The live who's gonna play him? Be... Who's <laughs> gonna play him? Who knew? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, so the live action movie will be first and then uh, the anime series will follow inspect on the characters and story elements in the movie so that's cool I guess if you like Berserker which is a really good comic book you haven't read it already now's uh, the time now it's only one issue time. one issue uh, the next one's coming out pretty soon uh, Apex Legends is getting a comic book and I am super excited oh, about this boy. Voice. Uh, <gasps> it's a four, any, four issue mini uh, by Jesse Stern and Neil Edwards. Uh, he drew uh, Assassin's Creed uh, comics back in the day. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know they're they're you know doing some missions. How hyped are you, Ron? Apex. I'm dude. Katie Apex, numbers. Katie more, ordered 100 copies. All day, dog. The more Apex, the better. Uh, Apex is by the host of Bengal cover. The best. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, they copied dude. the. They took the Overwatch artist. I love it. Interesting. Uh, I think uh, Apex is probably the best battle royale uh, to date. So that's good news. That's uh, the two... surprising. I didn't know you thought felt that way. Yeah, yeah I, I know. No idea. It's crazy. Uh, two big uh, comic book news here. We'll start with the one from last week. Uh, DC's adult-oriented Black Label has a new boss, uh, Chris Conroy. Uh, he has been a editor for DC for 16 years, uh, so he got that uh, title. It's cool. So, yeah. Super dope. I didn't know they were still doing this Black Label stuff, but you know, I guess Who knows are. what DC's doing? They just, that is very I'm true. happy they just... Uh, those Milestone comics were going to be digital first, but then they last minute blinked and were like, fine, they can be comic oh, too. Yeah. Print too. Yeah. So now they're going to like static and stuff like that are going to be in print. So that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, and then the biggest news from this week, uh, Marvel Comics is getting a new distributor, baby boys. That's that wild. I'm sure uh, you know they are going to be uh, getting distributing through Penguin Random House, uh, which is distributing the DC. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, yeah, no, they're doing the DC graphic novels and stuff. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's really Starting, crazy. Uh, we don't October know what this 1st. means for us yet. This is so like we found out. Yeah, it's when still super early. Out, on you know? yeah. I think we have a little while before any real changes happens. But they're like books bit. and graphic novels right now. But so this is the first time doing novels, yeah. periodicals Comics. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some there's a I don't know if you guys have ever talked to the Valiant rep, Matthew Klein. He's really cool. Um but he just got promoted to being in charge of this at Penguin today. Oh he cool. he left Valiant for Marvel to do this at wow. um, at Penguin. So that's I mean and he's like a really Valiant's like, like the gold standard for retail customer service through publishers, you know. Right. So I think that's like a good sign. We'll see, but everyone's worried about a little bit about packaging. But I think they'll probably have to. They don't yeah, want to lose money gonna, on damages. They're gonna have to innovate in some yeah, way. They have to figure that out. Yeah. And also on the customer side, I don't think people are gonna see that much of a difference. Like it's different for us. Oh not no, really. not at all. It's kind of gonna be like when Lunar got. DC, like, did you right. notice other than it being on Tuesday? No. No, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. It's interesting stuff. R.I.P. Yeah. Diamond. Yeah, for real. For real, though. But, yeah, that's all my news this week, boys. Well, um, I don't have a ton, so I'll get, and I, most of it's pretty quick. 
So I'll get to, um, let's see, I'll do my two little pieces of wrestling news that are first. Um, uh, Andrade uh, has uh, gotten his, has been granted his release from WWE. Uh, he's been asking for this very publicly on Twitter, which is, you know, kind of uh, wow. very, very unprofessional, but you know, yeah, but that's pretty, uh, it happens a lot in wrestling is the wrestlers who want to out of their contract. will just talk about it on Twitter and then, WWE sort of has to let them go, but WWE has this thing of like not wanting to let people go because they feel that fear that they're going to go to the competition and and yep well, they will because <laughs> this guy is very well respected um, uh, as a he's a Mexican wrestler uh, but he hasn't been on TV much yeah uh, he hasn't been on TV really since last year why um, do he went out because he he's not getting creatively what he wants out of WWE like he's not getting to work you know he's just he's like I'm tired of getting paid to go sit at catering. I want to wrestle. Mm. I, this is what I trained to do. Uh, but the interesting thing is that most people who uh, have assigned a contract with WWE have a 90-day non-compete clause where they cannot work anywhere else after they are uh, finished with their contract for 90 short. But he doesn't have one. Huh. Um, so he could very well show up on AEW or Impact or New Japan or somewhere this week. Um, That's very interesting. Although probably not this week because his uh, girlfriend, Charlotte Flair, who is Ric Flair's daughter, has COVID. So probably not. But Probably not. I had a non-complete clause when I worked at a frozen yogurt shop in high school and college. Did you really? I couldn't work at an ice cream <laughs> or frozen yogurt shop a year after quitting. I was like, let's calm a down. Year. Can they enforce that? Yeah, I mean, I signed it. I, I wonder. And the owner's a lawyer. Swirl? Berry Pop. Berry Pop? It's, uh, it's the, yeah, yeah. the cousin. Um, but like, that's, that's insane. I want to know: Has Barry Pop ever actually like enacted that? You know, like, uh, uh, I don't oh, think so. Here, huh? And they're very weird about like their recipe, so they're like, you could not go to Swirl. You know, it's like, calm oh down. God. It's frozen yogurt. Chill. Like, get it? That's the joke. Um, oh. oh, other WWE news. Um, so I mentioned, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. WWE is moving all their content over to Peacock, um, which is crazy. Because WWE Network was ten dollars, Peacock is like seven ninety nine. Um, all their pay per views are going to be on there. Um, but the big controversy is that their Peacock is editing some content out. Um, oh really? Uh, yes, particularly two things. Uh, Ron, you'll remember one of them. There was a famous uh, part where Vince McMahon uses the N word. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In a scene with John Cena uh, and Booker T, uh, that's been yeah. edited out. And also yeah. the famous match from WrestleMania, whatever it is, where Roddy Roddy Piper is wrestling. Um, I don't remember, uh, but he's painted in half blackface. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, they, and yeah. there's yeah. there seems to be fan outcry for some reason. Oh word! Match. Like yeah. it's not mm-hmm. it's not crucial that you are able to hear Vince McMahon say the N word, um, but they have. Uh, official statement saying um, like with other shows on the peacock platform we are reviewing wwe content to ensure it aligns with peacock standards and practices so basically mm-hmm. just you got to deal with it so and if you're if you're one of the people that's complaining about it shut up i mean <laughs> stop basically yeah just chill out um you just get over it um your your content is now cheaper i'm sorry you don't get to watch like one or two things that are racially insensitive um or outright racist. Yeah, um, outright, outright racist. 
George R. R. Martin has signed a five-year deal with HBO Time with HBO because he has uh, so much free time. So uh, much time. Uh, it's exhausting. I know. I, I'm really tired of George R. R. Martin news. Like I'm over it. Like you know, this book is never coming out. Yeah, and it's Winter- certainly the series is not being finished. Oh, never. Winds of Winter, if Winds of Winter comes out, you're not getting that next one. I forget what it's supposed to be called. But he signed a five-year deal with HBO. Uh, they get first dibs on any TV products he is uh, developing. Hmm. So Okay. Yeah, he's already attached to, um, obviously, that House of the Dragon thing um, and some other uh, Game of Thrones spinoffs as well. But um, So we'll see. <laughs> what happens with that i i good for him yeah whatever um <laughs> sorry like, game of fans yeah i don't get it um i'm so it's it's amazing how much i cared about game of thrones and how much i don't care about it now you know um mm-hmm. yeah doctor who news um christopher eccleston is coming back um the ninth doctor um i mentioned this a couple of months ago he's coming back uh in audio form in for big finish audio um who does a lot of great stuff big finish is a lot of full, like full produced you know cast sound effects music audio dramas of doctor who and they have classic doctors come back like tom baker the fourth doctor from the 60s and 70s uh is still doing them um but they just released the first trailer uh for christopher eccleston's uh first audio adventure and it's really cool so if you're doctor if you're a doctor who fan this is definitely something to be on the lookout for. Do you think he'd ever appear on screen again? Never. Never? Okay. Oh, well, he's actually... the door, no? Actually, he think? might. He might. I mean, I think he's gotten off his high horse a little bit. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe. He wants more fulfilling roles like Malekith. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think that's not his fault. I think he was expecting... What? Something. In Thor 2? Come on. What was he expecting? He's an elf. Yeah, but he's a UK actor, you know, who had never done big American movies before, and he was going to be part of this big thing. And yeah. I don't know. I think I wouldn't it, blame him for taking it, but just like, don't be on a high horse and then about your off. art. Um, yeah. So we've got some movie news here. Um, so I'll get with a pre-order thing right here. So Arrow Video, one of my favorite boutique Blu-ray labels, is going to be bringing <laughs> um, Dario Argento's "The Bird with the Crystal Plumage." Uh, package, uh, I'm sorry, Blu-ray out. Um, it's a beautiful uh, release. Um, it is a region-free release, so um, it is. it has the UK stamp on it. I'm sending the image to the group chat so you guys can see how, what the set looks like. It's really nice. Um, it it uh, is playable in any Blu-ray player. Um, and this is a very important movie. It's Dario Argento's first movie um, and one of the movies that popularized uh, Giallo's uh giallos are gialli are a type of uh, italian movies that are uh, that literally translates to yellow in italian it's um named for paperback books that have uh, yellow coloring and they denote that they're going to be i don't know gross and suspenseful and culty and whatever um but the, the giallo uh is a great genre if you it's it's a it's a it's a subgenre of horror movies that you could just really dive down and really find some stuff you've never heard of before, but some of their big 
their big things are candy red gore, bad dubbing, black leather gloves, robes, knives, and POV shots. It's yeah, it's so like um, the, if you've ever seen one of them, the you'd it likely would be Suspiria. Um, but you know Dario Argento, Lucio Fulci, Mario Bava, those are all like the sort of like Godfathers of Giallo. But anyway, so this is uh, pre-orderable right now through Dial- uh, Diabolic DVD. Uh, it's going to be coming on Amazon, I'm sure. But um, this is definitely a good pickup. It's going to be 4K, has a bunch of great stuff, a new transfer, new Italian um, uh, soundtrack, remastered soundtrack, uh, audio commentaries, great stuff. Very much looking forward to this. Um, we have, speaking of gross movies, um, have you ever seen a Serbian film, Dylan? I assume you have. No. You know, do you know about it? No, not really. Yikes. Um, okay, don't watch it. It's disgusting. Okay. The most disgusting movie I've ever seen in my life. It's vile. Um, I've only seen it once in high school because I just, you know, when I was younger, I would like, let me see the, how hardcore can it be, brother? And then you watch it and you're like, oh my God, this is, they made this? Like it has every everything that a movie can be rated for, it has it. Everything. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. Times a thousand. all the boxes. Right. So anyway, there's a movie coming, the documentary coming out called A Serbian Documentary. And <laughs> even the little, t- I didn't tag this as a teaser, as a trailer, because it's a five minute clip of it. Um, but the, even the trailer of the behind the scenes stuff is disturbing. Because they're showing like these like fully like realistic, nude, like um lifelike models that are being like cut up and like horrible things happening to them and like the dead babies like it's like what is going on um but i gotta see this like i i've always been wondering i've always wondered since i saw this movie the first time what it must have been like for the people that made worked on this movie yeah, this like, is more interesting to me than the movie itself oh you don't want to see the movie it is not worth your time it's terrible okay it is just designed to shock you um but the documentary looks wild um, so that's coming out um, 2022. Uh, it's going to be at the film festivals. Um, it, only for the faint of heart and for the not safe for work crowd. Uh, check out the trailer for the documentary. Um, it it will it will hit all your filters for not safe for work. Um, there's going to be a Paranormal Activity reboot in the works um, with Jason Blum attached. Which ooh my boy yes. Um, Will Eubank and Happy Death Day's Christopher Landon are teaming up for the reinvention of supernatural horror franchise Paranormal Activity. Um, Eubank, who last directed uh, Underwater, the Kristen Stewart movie, is attached to direct, uh, to direct while Landon, um, who has done many Paranormal Activity movies, um, is going to be um, writing the script, and Jason Blum is going to be producing. Uh, but they consider this a, quote, unexpected retooling. Um, uh-huh. So is it maybe not found footage? I would assume not at that point. Um, That's a but, good team. Yeah, I'm, I like underwater. It. I like Happy Death Day. I'm into it. I and I I really like the first two Paranormal Activities. Yeah. Same. I, well, okay. I think the first one is very strong, and I just enjoy uh-huh. the second one. What's the um, one where the witches came in? Oh, dude, that was like the witches five or something. 
I've only yeah, seen that movie. One wow, that was with the, the Hispanic like, like kids and stuff. No, Mm-mm. no, this I've is the one where like at the end there are like all the witches in the house. No, I never it was saw still that. The yeah, same I thought cast. that was the one. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Um, the last two things I have two trailers to mention here. Uh, there's a trailer for a movie called uh, The Night House. Uh, from Searchlight Pictures, uh, directed by somebody that I don't know, but starring Rebecca Hall. Um, this trailer looks really good. Um, it does. Uh, reeling from the unexpected death of her husband, Beth is left alone uh, in the lakeside home uh, he built for her. She tries best as she uh, can to keep it together, but then the nightmares come, disturbing visions of a presence in the house calling to her, beckoning her with a ghostly allure. Uh, against the advice of her friends, she begins digging into her husband's belongings, yearning for answers, while she finds our secrets both strange and disturbing. Um, the trailer is very strong, looks very, very good. Um, it's going to be in theaters July 16th, so a week after uh, Black Widow. And Ooh, I'm, I am ready to hit the ground running after Black Widow, watching movies. Yeah, again. I would definitely go to this. Most definitely. Same. Um, Same. So that's called The Night House. Check that out. Um, now, c- coming in theaters April 23rd, something I won't be watching in theaters, um, unfortunately, <laughs> is uh, another trailer that looks really strong from Neon called In the Earth, um, starring Joel Fry and a bunch of people I've never heard of, but I think Joel Fry is from Tales from the Loop TV show. Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, but it's directed by Ben Wheatley, who I like a lot. Uh, he did a really, really good, horribly dark uh, UK horror movie called Kill List. Dylan, you ever seen that one? No. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend it, but it's really an interesting movie. Um, but the trailer for Into the Earth, I th- in in the Earth, I thought was very strong. Um, the description is, as the world searches for a cure to a disastrous virus, a scientist and park scout venture deep in the forest for a routine equipment run. Through the night, their journey becomes t- a terrifying voyage through the heart of darkness, the forest coming to life around them. Uh, what did you guys think of this trailer? It looked really strong. I thought I thought it looked, Go ahead. I don't know. It was intriguing. It, looked, it was like kind of a generic edit of a trailer, but... It was, but I think... The actual movie itself looked interesting to me. I think they're... they're I think there's going to be some good story there and not just generic horror, I think. Because Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot of horror trailers um, and this was pretty by the numbers, but I thought it looked pretty good. I would recommend checking it out. Um, I'll let you know if I actually get to watch this movie when it comes out. Um, But that's all I got. I got got some horror trailers. Uh, Oh, you know what? Uh, This is kind of funny. Um... This this just got announced. I'll I'll mention it here. It's gaming news. Um, there's a new miniature coming out for D and D. Okay. Um, yeah. for yeah. Uh, Tiamat, the goddess three-headed dragon monstrosity thing. I'm gonna send it to the group chat here. Um, it is the largest mini ever produced for D and D. Ooh. Ooh. I want to see. It's quite big. Um, this is photo a picture next to a um, coke can. Or diagrams next to cocaine. It is four hundred dollars. Oh my lord! It's four hundred dollars. Um, Jesus. Um, it's not so painted. It is no. It's painted. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's painted. Um, and it is coming out later in the year, and we're gonna have it. So if you, that's crazy. I know. You could pick that up at Clear Lake and Sugarland. Sugar and Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're. Uh, 
You already know. Your your you assistant know. your assistant already asked me for one for himself. You so. already know. Um, Order so, me two. Oh, I know. It's it's amazing. It's so highly detailed. You look at this thing and these. That's insane. I know. <laughs> like they get every every couple of months, wizards put WizKids puts out a thing. It's like this is the new biggest mini ever, and then no they just keep giving me a new one. But um, anyway. That's Wait, I have one more thing. Oh, 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 you got one more. One more. It's not that Break, big. I just know I'll forget it next news. week. And it, it's new. But um, Russell Crowe is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't know who he's playing. What? Really? That's it. Yeah. Is huh. he Mephisto? Beta Ray Bill. Oh, He'd be a good I Throg. Said, I said Mephisto. I'm okay with Beta Ray Bill. Thor has to be Throg, fool. Yeah, you're right. It's got to be Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> That's the only way to be. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all your support. Bye, y'all. This is Dylan. (laughs) And I'm Michael. See you next time.